0: Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. You owe it to your dog to do the best you can to make sure that he's both happy and healthy throughout his life. It's a responsibility that comes with the privilege of having him in your home. The question is, then, how? 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 Fortunately, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created the answer, and I've been using it on my dog ever since. I just really honestly wanted him to eat. I didn't care if it was healthy or not. I just wanted him to eat his food. How could we do it? I don't care if I poured sugar on it that would have been very bad for my dog unfortunately I found dog crack uh, it's rough greens it's a supplement that's really good for your dog has all the vitamins minerals probiotics antioxidants and everything else that you need uh, or they need in it you sprinkle it on their food and they love to eat every day and you'll see a healthy difference in your dog go to roughgreens.com slash back you're going to get the free bag the first bag absolutely free at roughgreens.com slash back go there now and get the first bag free roughgreens.com slash back the show begins here in just about five seconds.
1: To hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about, uh, well, a lot about Hunter Biden. He goes to uh, trial today and he's got to answer some questions. Uh, Also, um, a friend of ours happened to have the number that is listed uh, by uh, Joe Biden uh, of, uh, I believe, the big guy. I- I'm not sure exactly how it was marked, but he called it and Joe Biden answered the phone. He is a journalist uh, extraordinaire, one with real high credentials. He'll be on the program today. Coming up in just a few, stand by. <laughs> First, let me tell you about the Tuttle Twins. Fourth of July is right around the corner and why not celebrate this Independence Day year by learning more about America and her freedoms with your kids. Tuttle Twins are on a mission now to help families learn from history. If we can just understand the stories that make America so special, if we can just remember our history, we won't repeat the bad things and we will repeat and save the good things. Most textbooks don't even teach the ideas really that they just throw around words like freedom. What does freedom mean? Freedom means opportunity to pursue your own happiness. That is why people come from all over the world. But Tuttle Twins, Americans' History, uh, those books will teach those things, and they'll teach them in a way that the kids love them. Get them right now. Real appreciation for the ideas that make America special. To celebrate the release of their new book, the Tuttle Twins are also giving one family vacation getaway to visit the historic sites in Boston. So go to tuttletwinsbeck.com, order the book, and get uh, entry information you don't have to buy anything to be able to enter you could win a trip to boston with your family also grab the book tuttletwinsbeck.com tuttletwinsbeck.com all right uh Stu, welcome to the um welcome to the program today i am sitting here because i um sitting here with something really disturbing in front of me but uh, i'm doing it because i've I've got a disturbing story that just came out in the news uh, today, and it is coming uh, from overseas in the Netherlands. Several Dutch citizens who had autism or other intellectual disabilities have died now by physician-assisted suicide. Doctors determined their afflictions were untreatable obstacles to a normal life. Why is it that Progressives always preach to us that there is no normal, and then when they find people they can kill, it's because they're not going to be able to live a normal life. Nearly 40 people who identified as autistic or intellectually disabled were legally euthanized in the Netherlands between 2012 and 2021, Five people younger than 30 were killed at their own request, and they cited autism as the sole or major reason for their decision to end their lives. With those cases, experts have questioned whether the law allowing doctors to kill suicidal patients via lethal injection has strayed too far from its initial intentions when passed in 2002. If I'm not mistaken, this is really one of the first places where it started last time in the Netherlands. Netherlands isn't alone this time. This is happening uh, all over the world. It is happening at an unbelievable clip in Canada. You can now be a teenager and go in and say you're depressed, and the Canadian health system will assist you in suicide, If we are going to make sure it never happens again, then we must know the beginnings of it, and it always starts in compassion. Downstairs in the museum that we're running here in St. George, there is the whole story of compassion, the story that really doesn't start out with compassion, it starts out with the origin of species. It's the origin of species that gave science the permission and gave bigots permission to say out loud that there are subspecies of humans. Once you say there is a subspecies and that humans evolve and some humans aren't evolved enough, you're in trouble so you know the goal of most of those working on ai is to speed up evolution to move evolution faster if you don't take whatever it is they use to speed you up most likely the implants you will be a danger to everyone else and you will be a subspecies When that happens, you will have a life that is not worth living. I have sitting in front of me a a very, um, well, we could say it's a really helpful book. It's a medical book. And it is a medical book that shows exactly how the body works. It's an anatomical book for doctors. This is the book that was created through all of the medical experiments that happened on subhumans. This is the medical book that the Germans produced um, after they did all of the horrific experiments on Jews. The basis of this book is now used in most of our hospitals all around the world, because after it was over, we thought to ourselves, what are we going to What are we going to do with all of this? It's horrific. Well, are they going to die in vain? Or should we let people know what to do to to stop uh, and to heal people with hypothermia after they made the Jews lay out at night and pour freezing water on them. Our society decided to use that information so they hadn't died in vain. But we should always remember that's where that information came from. From a group of people who thought that they could effect evolution. That's what gene splicing is all about. It's evolution, they think. We're speeding along evolution. Now, how does one do that? Well, they'll say through science. I'll say those scientists think they're God. They're not God. And they begin to make all of the decisions for people. Those medical experiments were headed by this doctor. These are new uh, acquisitions. Um, They arrived from Germany just before the um, Blueprints of Liberty opened up. This is signed here, down at the bottom, if you happen to be watching the Blaze TV, uh, by Adolf Hitler. If you've ever studied people who are depressed, how their signatures uh, tend to go down, his are written, I mean, at a 90-degree angle to the page. Adolf goes down, and so does Hitler go down. Um, Here he is, this is appointing the new medical officer, in charge of genetic hygiene what that means genetic hygiene in germany means let's clear up the race let's get rid of all the defective people he was in charge of genetic hygiene at the german children's hospital they first just started poisoning them then they started gassing them in the t4 project which was put them into the back of a bus or put them in the uh, back of a truck, and they just put the, the exhaust pipe into the bus, and they died a horrible, horrible death. But that wasn't fast enough for the Nazis. And they did it in you know, right by the hospital, and people started seeing that, and they thought it was abhorrent. They rose up, and Hitler said, you know what? You're right. We're going to stop it. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. He didn't stop it. He just hid it. Downstairs, we also have the um, The document ordering the doctors to hide it and continue uh, signed by Adolf Hitler And we have a couple of other documents This is Hans Frank. This is a uh, letter from him. He is a doctor And he is the Nazi occupational governor of Poland. He's the guy who is responsible for genocide, the forced labor camps, and the extermination camps. This is uh, his order. One of my favorites is this one. Reich physician and SS police Ernst Robert Groutst. He is, in this document, advising uh, Heinrich Himmler on using the gas chambers for experimentation. He needed to help them figure out how much Zyklon B gas uh, was to be used to kill the amount of people they needed to kill. But you'll notice his letterhead is the Iron Eagle, but it is holding the Red Cross because he was the guy in charge of the German Red Cross. He was the guy responsible for hiding all the atrocities from the world. He's coming in with a, a label of a caring physician for the Red Cross, but he's also a killer. One more thing. This I can't even believe still exists this is signed by Adolf Hitler down towards the bottom and this is Adolf Hitler honoring IG Farber for doing such a great work for the Reich and the people of Germany what was the honor for what did they do that was so great IG Farber was the one that made Zyklon B gas an award for making a deadly gas that killed millions of people. How does something like this happen? How does it happen? How how does this work? You first start with compassion. You start with saying that, you know, there are lives just not worth living. As the Netherlands and Canada are doing right now. Look, they're suffering from depression. Well, life is worth living. As someone who struggles, struggled with depression mightily when I was young, I am certainly glad that no doctor said, well, you can off yourself because I would have taken it. Life is so worth living. It is really, really hard at times, but it's worth every single second you can draw breath. The things that you can do, the things that you can experience, the people you can help, the people you'll learn from. It's easy to think of the Germans. It's harder to think of the Canadians like this. It's harder to think of people in Holland, the Dutch citizens doing this. This is one page. We have his whole calendar. This is from uh, Adolf Hitler's daily calendar from his uh, assistant's desk. And right here we have a name of somebody who visited him named Windsor. you recognize the name it is the windsor that advocated uh, the throne he wanted so desperately to go back to england and become king again that he threw his hat in with hitler because he did think that there were people that are beneath him he understood hitler you know there's the people who know and the people who are just getting in the way of progress. To bring this full circle to today, one of the guys who is loved that is working with the World Economic Forum on tomorrow, the world where you will own nothing, but you'll be happy because they'll take care of you. His name is Yuval Noah Harari. He's the author of this book, Homo Deus. Man god. And that's exactly where we're headed. Man becomes god. That's what Mengele thought. He was god. He could change eye color, he could do everything else. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. There are there are things that only god should uh entangle himself in changing eye color splitting jeans etc etc i'm not sure that's the best thing or if if that really is the holy ground that only the lord should uh trample on now we can change hair color and eye color and now we can make sure that you're the you're the the uber person you're the best um human as we play god but know exactly what the Nazis said and those who are the early 20th century progressives said, that there are people that are, well, beneath us. They are not worth living. He, in this particular book, talks about people who are they're living an unworthy life. They are useless people. And his first solution to the World Economic Forum for all of the millions of useless people is to drug them on pharmaceuticals and then addict them to VR and things online. If that sounds good to you, then just keep doing what you're doing. If it doesn't, perhaps it's time to get involved and stand up. More in just a second. Right now, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Barbara lives in North Carolina. She has a six-year-old cocker spaniel with what, what shall we say, is eating issues, meaning she doesn't really want to eat anything. I understand that this is exactly like Uno. Also, he's got sleeping issues, so a double whammy. But ever since she started using Rough Greens, everything has begun to change. He eats everything in his bowl, licks it clean, and licks the residue off her fingers. He's resting soundly and has a lot more energy, she tells us. Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black. And you sprinkle it on your dog's food. It gives him everything they possibly need. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, all of it. Antioxidants. You name it. If it's good for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. Your dog will love it and go crazy for it. And they're so confident of that, they're going to give you your first bag free. All you pay for is shipping at roughgreens.com slash roughgreens.com slash get your first trial bag free call 833-G-L-E-N-N 33 833-G-L-E-N 33 or roughgreens.com slash 10 seconds station id well hello Stu. How are you? How are you? Appreciate you taking us to Nazi I town it right at the start way. of the show. Yeah, I thought it was a happy way to start the show. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it just bothers me. I saw out of all the stories today that I saw, it so bothers me that the Netherlands are now at it again. At it again. And you know what? What happens when people starve because the Netherlands have told their farmers... Not to uh, not to use fertilizer. And they've taken the farms away from so many farmers. That's the second largest producer of food in the world. And they're crippling their farm system. So when people are hungry, caused by the state, it becomes a Mao situation. Yeah.
1: My guess is that when they can't feed their people, they blame global warming, not the lack of fertilizer.
0: Correct. Correct. So other than that, uh, we have Alan Dershowitz uh, coming on in just a second because uh, Hunter Biden is uh, is testifying today and apparently he really can't take the fifth. Have you heard that? Uh, you
1: know, I, I you know, Alan would certainly be the expert on on uh, the options there, but I have heard that they could theoretically be asking him questions under oath, which seems like there's some value to that. With all the new information that we're getting, I I would love for them to reject this deal that if the judge, Mm -hmm. the judge can still say, no, this isn't right. Uh, We see evidence of uh, some sort of interruption of this investigation and, uh, you know, go back to the drawing board. They can do that. The question, you know, is, you know, will they normally the answer to that is no, at least is my understanding, once there's
0: a deal, typically they approve it. But these are pretty, pretty extraordinary circumstances here. I mean, just the stuff that has come out this week. Did you hear what John Solomon did? John Solomon found a phone number uh, for the big guy in Hunter's uh, laptop, and he called it, and Joe Biden picked it up. It was a burner phone that uh, the big guy had, and apparently was still carrying it around. I don't know. That seems kind of like a pretty big development there. I think this thing is falling apart quickly. We'll have more on that coming up. Also, some really good news. A great story next. There are two kinds of people in this world. Those who, you know, have had to pay for car repair and those who haven't yet. Oh, the poor people. Actually, there are three kind of people because the third kind of person is the person that listens to me when I give them really good advice and gets Car Shield before that thing is about to go wrong with your car, uh, and then when it does, you're covered. Car Shield offers affordable protection for your car when you run out of warranty. They have a protection plan that fits every budget and covers more parts than ever before. Then you'll want uh, those uh, costly repairs to go right to car shield they take care of it you can also count on car shield to help you take care of uh, or help them um, they'll help you uh, as they take care of you on the side of the road every protection plan has uh, roadside assistance coast to coast rental car options trip reimbursement no extra cost lock in your price today and it'll never go up Car Shield dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have with Car Shield, 800 227 6100. 800 227 6100. Save 20%. Lock in your price, never goes up. Carshield.com slash back.
1: And it's BlazeTV.com slash Glenn to subscribe to Blaze TV, something very much needed in the world right now. Use the promo code GLEN.
0: Here's what john stossel i'm uh, sorry uh um, john uh, give, give me the name again quickly. yes john solomon had to say yesterday listen
1: well i'll tell a story i've never told this story before only my editors at the, the hill knew this back in 2019. uh i early on got some documents from the hunter Biden laptop by the way before it was turned over for the fbi there had been some documents that law enforcement had gotten through other means and one of those documents got leaked to me and it had a cell phone number that Hunter Biden was paid for. So I figured oh, this is my chance. Maybe I can, I've been trying to get fair comments from Hunter Biden. So I'm gonna call the cell phone. So I called the cell phone and guess who picked up the phone? Oh boy. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. What? Boy, was he shocked when he got, uh, when he picked up the phone and found out it was me. He hung up pretty quickly. (laughs)
0: It's amazing. We're gonna talk to uh, John Solomon here uh, coming up in a few minutes. Also, um, we have Dershowitz joining us. But first, I want to introduce you to a couple of people I met yesterday, Wayne and Sue Snow. They were coming through the museum, and uh, at the end is a lot of my original art that is sprinkled through the entire museum. I painted a lot of stuff for this particular um, museum, and uh, they happened to uh, buy one of the paintings there at the end, but that's not why I'm having them on today is their 50th wedding anniversary and i talked to them yesterday first of all happy anniversary to the two of you thank you yeah uh go ahead and put the microphone up close to you guys thank you Um, i was i i wanted to start with how were you married for 50 years how how do you make that work but then i i really think it's more appropriate to say What a crappy way to spend your 50th anniversary. How did you stay married if this is the kind of anniversary you guys have? (laughs) Are you you asking me that question? Uh, Yeah, I'm asking you. (laughs)
2: Technically, it's our anniversary interim. (laughs) We are beginning the celebration of our 50th anniversary. Okay. So you're doing several days and several
0: things. We're going full bore here. So, Mm -hmm. Sue... You guys, I mean, you look to be about my age, so you must have been married about when you were four. Uh, what, what is the secret of 50 years of staying married?
3: Well, a secret is that what you value, you cherish, you take care of. And I've just, we take care of one another.
0: It is, I, I know no matter how much you're in love, and it's important to stay in like as well, it is hard. You have times that are so difficult, and that's where people usually give up. How do you get through those difficult times?
3: One way is we pray for each other, and we do that in private and together
0: my wife and i we um made a pact when we first got married that whenever we got into an argument and this is so hard i hate this so much because it always works and i sometimes i want to (laughs) win and uh we're in an argument with each other and one of us uh, will say uh stop let's kneel down and pray and it always ends with us hugging each other and asking for forgiveness, and it always solves our problem. Mm-hmm. Most people don't do that. You, you do the same. Uh, no, and it's not because we don't
2: ever argue, but we seldom do. Uh, can I slip back to one of your first questions yeah, on sure. the thought? And in, in, um, it's a commitment you know you look out around today and people that cohabitate live together they don't have a commitment and it's everything's for now yet when you get married you you make a commitment vows covenants agreements and and you sacrifice you have goals you plan and we've always just focused on that we've had goals and ideas and desires and wants and it's been a
0: wonderful experience but do you if you have goals because i know i had goals and i had vision things happening my wife would have never she didn't she never envisioned uh her life today and in many ways i i feel i have uh i don't know left marks on her because of my uh, my job she it's a very tough game we're playing and she has always been so sweet and so kind and she's become a warrior you know she cares more about me sometimes than i care about me and um and she takes everything personally she never thought of this and we wouldn't have planned this you were telling me a story yesterday about how you Uh, you know had plans of going to Hawaii and just grabbing at you know just part time jobs and living it up and your wife said something to you that changed the course first we met your wife yesterday and she has
2: Mm. a radiant brilliant beautiful countenance she does she's wonderful she is she is wonderful thank you so, the story that we refer to, um, to set up, set it up, um, years ago, I read a book about fighter pilots. And the ones that survived learned how to respond to premonitions or thoughts. Sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Spiritual guidance. Look mm-hmm. in the River Muir they, and see a fighter on their tail and they dive. Mm-hmm. That... Principle, we have invoked in our lives, and that we, whatever you want to call that source, I believe it's a divine nature source that you get clear and good and strong mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. So now that segues into we were married. Uh, I was young, I had been in the army, been on the LDS mission, we had no school, we had no money,
0: and uh, now this is uh, this is really personal and here I am mm-hmm. talking. don't worry it's just me and 10 million friends go ahead <laughs> so
2: after we've been married a month uh, Sue said I'm very uncomfortable using birth control and I've learned I learned young uh, now and I must say for us that was a decision yeah and so a year later uh, our son Ben was born hmm. and he was, was a, a the first of six he was a beautiful child uh, people would ask us how do you raise him we don't know he just came that way <laughs> and 20 years later he was killed in a just a terrible accident while serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He was in a bus. It was hit by a truck carrying rebar. Uh, over 20 people were killed. It actually made the national news. Uh, and I've looked back as what led to that story of uh, what your question was, and that is, Um,
0: what was your question exactly if it was if it what you wanted to go to hawaii and just okay thank you Instead, you you had a child yeah so i look
2: back and i said if we would have not done what we did and if we'd gone to the hawaii and lived it up and waited tables and had a great time i don't know maybe we would have never had been we might not have had that privilege that opportunity to have raised such a precious wonderful human being there's never been any uh thing close to that privilege
0: sue did you at all i mean here your is your son is serving god on a mission did you ever think why god i mean what thanks a lot did you ever blame god at all
3: i didn't i never went through the anger stage but i feel like i was prepared for this and that when we brought Ben home from the hospital, I remember holding him in my arms and saying, and bawling, I'm not going to get to keep you. And then I would tell myself, maybe this is how moms are with their first child. They're just extra protective and a little more worried. And I would talk myself through it that way. And just off and on through his life, I would have that feeling. when he got his patriarchal blessing at the age of 14, the patriarch said things in that blessing that made me feel that I Would had be been wrong them. all along. No, mm. because um, he said, you will be an influence to the world. Mm. And I thought, okay, you're going to be an old man. and. Mm. Um, So I will tell you, um, Wayne referred to the accident. That is tragic, but it's a miracle as well. Uh, The companion that Ben was with Mm -hmm. before they boarded the bus said, Elder Snow, I want to go home. And Ben said, we're going home, you know, as in we're Mm -hmm. going to our apartment. He said, no, you don't understand Something bad is going to happen tonight. I want to go home to Sao Paulo. And Ben said, I know, but it's going to be okay. Hmm. And Elder Trico, Ben's companion, didn't sleep through the night, waiting for the accident to happen. At 10 after 5, the following morning, accident happened and he saw it happen Mm. the truck didn't make the turn shared the front off of the bus and the truck was filled with steel rebar and elder trego saw a shield of protection placed around himself and around ben and the steel rebar literally came at them and around them Mm. Um, Elder Trigo was thrown out of the bus, landed a hundred feet in front of the bus, standing up. Wow! And his first thought was, "I'm dead." You don't just stand mm-hmm. up facing the bus. Immediately realized that he was actually alive because he felt the pain in his face mm-hmm. from all the glass. Mm-hmm. He said, I knew that Ben was dead, but I needed to see him. He walked to the bus, and there was Ben sitting in the seat behind the bus driver, who now was
2: obliterated, literally.
3: And Ben's body was whole, sitting there as though nothing had happened. Hmm. And one of the elders, so Ben was in an apartment, With two companionships, so there were four elders in their apartment, and one of those elders wrote us a letter documenting what happened the rest of that Friday and the Saturday until his body was flown home, and it is one miracle after another in our benefit.
0: What a great way to look at, I mean, a lot of people can't do that, and I think that's what faith gives people. Thank you for sharing that thanks for sharing your son Um, go ahead well I I was going to add in um, I went through the anger
2: phase. sure Uh, it isn't fair why did this happen right and uh, that didn't go anywhere that didn't help it didn't go anywhere and then when I approached it was he's heavenly father's son too mm-hmm. and we had the privilege of raising him and there's immediate wonderful sense of gratitude yeah. for to be trusted as parents for a special person and as well as to be trusted that it wouldn't anger us or
0: canker our souls yeah. or make us vindictive well i tell you you're wonderful wonderful people wonderful people Happy anniversary.
2: Well, thank you.
0: God bless you both.
2: Thank you very right,
0: much. Bye-bye. Back in just a second. Let me tell you about real estate agents. I trust.com. Uh, real estate agents, a real overachiever named Warren. This guy uh, does it all. He's part of the men's ministry group at his church. He volunteers to feed the hungry uh, children in his off hours. He and his wife donate money to pre-born and tunnel to towers. And uh, he, he does a lot. He also, uh uh ministers uh he's got maging ministries um all over and i mean he's he's a remarkable person he sings in the church choir and then he also finds time to be full time in real estate he's a real estate agent. I want you to know him because he's one of the real estate agents that works with us. He's one of the real estate agents that realestateagentsitrust.com will pair you up with. Uh, The best real estate agents in your area, and most of them are people like Warren, good solid people who are also top sellers in their game. If you are looking for people of virtue, of decency, of honor, that can help you make the next real estate transaction, whether you're buying or selling a home, contact us. Tell us where you're moving to and moving from, and we'll find the best real estate agents in the area for you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck.
1: So was the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Uh, was it maybe around the last time you bought a property? Um, it's possible. And I will tell you, you know, most people just aren't going to check in on something like that on a regular basis. Um, I don't know if uh, if that's you. I don't know if that is someone you know. Because if you've, if you've ever known someone who actually has been a victim of home title fraud, you know it can be devastating for your financial future not to mention your emotional health uh, going through something like this if your you know a hacker gets control of your title signs it over to themselves then sells the house borrows against your equity you get caught with the bills you've got to unwind this in the local government and the banks and the insurance companies and all of this you don't want to go through that uh home title lock just you know makes it so you don't have to uh they put a shield around your home's title the instant they detect activity or tampering They help shut it down fast. Now, you need to verify that you're not already a victim of home title fraud. This happens often where people are already a victim, and they don't even know it yet. But you can find out for free when you sign up uh, at uh, HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code BEC. Promo code is BECK, HomeTitleLock.com. When you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. You can do this today at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code BEC. It's your home. It's your equity. You need to protect it hometitlelock.com the code is beck hometitlelock.com the code is beck
0: Welcome to the Glenbeck program. I wish you could have been here. Wayne and Sue Snow, they are just remarkable people and you feel uh the spirit jump off them when you uh when you're with them, to be able to talk about your, the loss, the deepest loss uh, of a child and uh, um, have such joy in speaking of it. It is amazing, truly amazing. Might be the same kind of joy that Joe Biden might feel if his son just kind of falls off the edge of the earth. I don't know. I don't know. I hate to say that. But uh, he's, um, they're in trouble and we're going to be talking to Alan Dershowitz today because Alan is um, uh, looking at the case today. Um, They are going to be questioning Hunter Biden. And it is my understanding it will not be good if he starts to plead the fifth. These questions are going to have to be answered. It is uh, quite a day in the history of America as we watch the Bidens and the slow burn down of this administration. We come back in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program.